Hi and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. It is great to have you here. We release a new episode on this podcast every single week where you can join us as we banter about life. We dive deeper into what it means for individuals and organizations to really approach the future with an expansive mind. My name is Eric Kruger. I'm one half of the Expansive Podcast. I'm a speaker. I'm an executive coach. And as always, I'm joined by my, I was going to say uh, my ever elegant co-hosts, but actually that has to change. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my new influencer, fitness influencer friend, <laughs> John Sane, who is a, a keynote speaker, a future strategist, and uh, working with organizations across the world when he's not busy being a fitness influencer. John, uh, how are you doing, brother? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Uh, yesterday uh, was my sort of like second last or third last uh, session with my personal trainer. So we thought we'll just take some small videos and put them together and, uh, you know, put them online. And damn, it was so amazing because there's thousands of views and lots of people messaging. So yes, now that I'm a influencer, I'm a fitness guru influencer, Next, I'll be promoting a protein bar called, just kidding. Hello, everybody. Your, well, your own Welcome one. to it. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> the expansive protein bar. <laughs> so we are on our 99th Ooh. episode. John, can you believe that? That's unbelievable. Three 99. Years, huh? Yeah. So next week is the big one. Next week is episode number 100. Mm. And... Um, if you missed last week's episode, please go back and have a listen to it. It's always one of our most downloaded, one of our um, most favorited episodes during the year because it's all about the word for the year. So before we go any further, John, what's been happening? Yeah, a lot's happening. Um, it seems like the world is in sort of like, let's go and stalling. Let's go and stalling. There seems to be some postponements mm. happening around some events that we're doing. Uh, my uh, my copywriter and I are finishing my book and she got COVID last week. Half of my friends have got COVID. So like, it just seems like we were getting going and then it's kind of like calming down. But as far as the news is concerned, everything that I am surrounded with is about the metaverse and everybody, everything, every everybody around me is around the metaverse. And so it really is just quite an exciting space, but I always feel three different types of emotions when people talk about the metaverse and explain, and let me know if you also feel these three as well, because I continuously have them and it's weird because I don't think I've ever suffered from these three emotions continuously over and over and over. The first one is FOMO because I feel like somebody just made a billion dollars and it wasn't me. And somebody else just made $3 billion selling some piece of art that wasn't yeah, me. Some 15 year old. Yeah, some 15 yes, year old. Yeah. I'm like, hang on a second. What did I miss there? It's like, hang on, okay. And so you're trying to grab on all these different straws because you don't want to miss anything. So like, for example, you know, I go for walks in the morning and I listen to, to stuff, you know, and to lectures. I don't even know where to start, which one to start with. I got like a mm. podcast, a video, a, a lecture, a read something. It's like, there's so much that you want to grasp that... I continuously am feeling like the sense that I'm missing out on something. So if you are, any of the listeners out there listening, uh, feeling a bit of FOMO for what's going on in the world, I don't think you're alone. And I think even the guys that are making those billions and billions are FOMOing the trillions that are being made by other people mm. out there. So FOMO is the first one. Or, or do, you, do you feel any sense of that? Uh, or are you chill? Yeah, yeah, all the time. All yeah. the time. Okay. Especially because uh, for me, it feels so close yet so far. Yeah. I grew up with video games, right? Like uh, it's right. kind of my dream job to be like just <laughs> yeah. playing video games all day, making Bitcoin over yeah. it and like yeah. you get rich. Yeah. Like it feels like my dream job. 
Yeah. But I'm like, I, I don't even know where I would start. Yeah. And, and at the same time, it's like this jealousy for those who are like, so jealous. Like I saw that 15 year old yeah. minted F- NFTs. Yeah. Made like a couple mil. Yeah. I'm like a 15 year old. Yeah. You know, like, jeez. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. What a, it's what heavy. a crazy yeah. world. Crazy. The second, the second emotion I feel all the time is mass levels of confusion, because. The metaverse is so deep and so detailed and so new. And, you know, for example, there's a thing called staking, right? So you can take your Ethereum, you can take any of your tokens and stake them and earn like 160% back on your money, which I'm like, hang on a second. How does that even work? And so I've come to the realization that banks have been making this money all along and given us 2% of making it. And that's why banks are so rich. And so now all of a sudden we have these decentralized money systems where you're putting money in to create a liquidity pool and then you can stake that and then earn all the interest that the banks were usually taking. So Mm. to move away from the mindset that the banks were right and were safe there, in fact, they were stealing from us left, right and center. And now we have this new thing that is incredibly exciting, but incredibly confusing. It's like, hang on a second, how does that even work? And how much like, how do you get 160% back on your money? Like why, how, where? So there's intricacies. And so confusion is the second emotion I feel. So FOMO and confusion, any confusion on your Mm -hmm. part there, Eric? All the time. (laughs) All the time, okay. Just generally in life, but all the time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Confusion's been with me since uh, I was born. So uh, yeah. and then the third thing is I'm, I'm an optimist. And so I'm always, I'm always excited. You know, I'm excited about what we're learning and excited about what we're doing. But if you mix this ingredients uh, of FOMO, excitement and confusion, it feels like there's a mishmash of spaghetti, boiled eggs and custard inside my head. It's like these, they don't mix well with each other. You know, you don't want to be excited and energized and moving forward with clarity. But no, there's excitement moving towards who knows what with much confusion and FOMO that you're missing out on something. And so these are the three things that are going on for me and they're continuously going on for me. So if any of the listeners are having them, uh, welcome to the future. And uh, yeah, so you, that's, you know that's kind I'd of say, our start. I'd say that if you are experiencing those things, it's a very good sign because the the opposite of that is that you might not be experiencing any of it and you might just be very, very willfully ignorant of what is happening in the world around us. You might be preferring to just sit back and not look at all the change and you go, ah, metaverse, doesn't matter. Crypto, doesn't matter. NFTs, doesn't matter. Remote working doesn't matter. You know, like you might just be turning a blind eye to all of that. And in that case, you won't feel confusion. You won't feel FOMO. You won't feel excitement. <laughs> so what you're saying is if you have clarity about what's going on, you're in the wrong place. You should not have clarity exactly. about what's coming next. If you have any clarity, you're in a dead end, boring space. Uh, so you should, you should be confused about what's coming. You're on the right track. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Thank you for that. Uh, do you do you coach Eric? Because I feel much better about my confusion and FOMO. It, it's and, a pleasure. It's yeah, better. It takes me good. two minutes. Yes, I mean, minutes. you've just sorted my whole brain out. I reframed all of these three. So yes, okay. So what's going on out there for me? There's a stop start for the year. There's the metaverse. It's always confusing. It's always FOMO. And there's always excitement about what's going on. So I'm excited to get into today's topic. Uh, tell me what's going on mm. for you, Eric. How's the week been and uh, what's going on? Yeah, no, things are just, uh, it's, Everything is in a pretty good space. You know, I was saying to you yesterday that uh, I've come into this year with, uh, it feels like quite a bit of momentum and acceleration. Uh, the book is kind of coming to a, to an end. There's still some fine tuning that needs to be done. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the book? launching next week. 
Oh, the book, Eric. Sure, it's not very dangerous. This, just, book. this book's not very dangerous. Is, can we? Can we just? Can we just move on to the leadership manual? <laughs> okay. Okay. So the leadership on. manual is coming out this Monday. Um, okay. Oh, is it? Okay. Good. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, it's quick. Where do people get hold Design of it? Design is done. Where do people get hold of it? Um, I'll I'll share the link next week. It's going to be on my website. Okay. Um, and I'll also announce the the brand partner all that next week. Okay. But it's cool. Like you know, like you. You spend quite a bit, I mean, it's been two months in the making and it's always great when you are engaged in a creative process for so long and then you get to the point where it's done and you release it into the world and it, it starts taking yeah. on a life of its own. Yeah, yeah. It's always so rewarding to get to that point. Mm. So yeah, mm. like th- those are the kind of things that I've been working on. Um, also just been doing a ton of reading around like metaverse things. I'm not quite sure where I fit into it just yet, but I feel like you need to keep yourself abreast of what is happening. If you don't, there's just way too much to catch up on at a later stage. Dude, I'm doing two hours a day and I'm like drowning. Like I, I, yeah. like I, I did, I'm doing a course now, a, form, a month course, eight different two hour sessions, Tuesdays and Thursdays with somebody from New York. I'm doing Wednesday night, two hour lectures and workshopping. So, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm in for two hours a night and I'm still sure. super confused, man. I'm super confused. But yeah, diving in with... Uh, with everything I've got to try and figure it out and understand it. Listen, so um, today's topic is all about leaning in and uh, it's based on a video that you recently made. So mm. do you want to tee us up for that? Yeah, look, I, I, I think leaning in is really important at this stage of what's going on. And the, the video was really sparked by a friend that I was speaking of too. And I was explaining to her what I'd learned that day or wherever it was that week about crypto or about decentralized uh, finance, which is the big topic at the moment. And she immediately said to me, oh my God, I feel so stupid. Oh my God, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm doing, and she went into a fluster. And instead of being excited about it, she got very scared of it and felt stupid and felt like, like just felt bad, you know? So that was the first experience I had. The second experience I had was, I was in a workshop and I was explaining to some people in the workshop around what what sort of decentralized means and how it's much more a fair and transparent way that organizations and money will be shared. And she went into this, this lady in the workshop went into the sort of like spin about how evil the blockchain is. And it was so daunt, like it was, it made me so upset because the truth is, is she's got poverty consciousness. And so what she's done is she's applied her existing poverty consciousness in the existing fiat world straight onto the blockchain and just immediately called it evil and it's controlling us. And then that's it. She doesn't want to engage with it. That's, it is the worst way to approach this because you know, like I just don't want to engage. So it's evil. You know, that's the best way for me to come into it. Right. And then what she'll say is like, I just felt it intuitively, but we all know that intuition is, not something that always needs to be trusted because you're carrying memories with you. So I went about and thought about and I thought, well, you know, what is it that's got me to be so excited and got me to be so leaning in to this new world? And so I made the video and I made a post. It was almost like a New Year's post. And I said, like, you know, the three things that I'm actually doing that get me to really lean in while I feel like an absolute amateur. And that's the thing is that this is the tough part is because in Half of my day, I'm a specialist, I'm an expert. I get paid to go and tell stories and do strategies with organizations and governments. I'm, I'm good at what I do, I'm, I love what I do and I'm great and so I know what I'm talking about deeply. And in the other half of the day, I am an absolute nobody, newcomer. I feel like a, a, a fumbling fool, you know, asking mm. simple questions. So 
how do we go about leaning in? And uh, before I do start that, any any experience that you've had anything like this uh, in your world? Yeah, I just think, um, you know, leaning in, it's always interesting to me that we we want to, as much as possible, avoid challenges and avoid threats and avoid changes. But it's always through the process of engaging with those that we uncover new and exciting things and we find the treasure and that I think ultimately the biggest reward of leaning in to a challenge or to a threat is that you emerge from that transformed, you know? And so, like, even before we start, leaning in isn't for the sake of leaning in. Leaning in is because on the other side of that is a new way of doing things, is a new way of thinking about the world, is a new way of going about creating in this world. And so it's, yeah, I think it's good to remind yourself that you're not doing it for the sake of it. You're doing it because there's a very deep meaning behind it. Yeah, very good point. I like that. Okay, so um, many years ago, I was speaking about that move from humans that go from IQ to EQ to AQ. And so intelligent quotient, emotional quotient, and adaptability quotient. And so really leaning in is about breaking down and understanding what adaptability really and truly means. And I think we all throw around the word innovation, around the word agility, adaptability, leaders of the future. You know, these are just, bull, excuse my French, bullshit terms because <laughs> people aren't really practicing them. They're just words, you know. And I remember last week with our word of the year, I was, I was explaining like I have a friend that just said love, you know. It just it doesn't mean anything. You've got to put it into action, you know. Mm. So that's the thing. So first off, an adaptability question requires us to arrive anew at the beginning of the process of leaning in. In other words, the emotional state that we need to be having is one that has been able to let go of patterns that won't serve us in this new world. Now, the lady I, I explained that was talking about how evil the blockchain is, which is ridiculous because the blockchain is actually the most transparent thing in the so world. It's actually the opposite yeah. of exact. The old world's almost evil. The new ones, is, this is the new way, you know? Anyway. <clears throat> and, I'm always fascinated yeah. how people project morality onto something that's so neutral, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and also she's anyway. most probably done zero, zero. Uh, and also what I was explaining that it's so indicative of the rise of the feminine consciousness because it's adaptable and decentralized. Whereas it's transparent and decentralized. Whereas Web 2.0 is centralized and not transparent. It's so like old school patriarchy. And she's a big feminist. And so I was trying to explain to her, look, this is actually a, a wonderful, more female energy in this technology. And she was not having any of it. So why do I start out with emotions or letting go before you arrive? It's because these behavior patterns will haunt you. They will continue to stop you from creating exponential wealth, stop you from creating any new ideas and focus points because you're carrying with you these old ideas, these old behavior patterns. And so the first step of becoming adaptable for me is emotional. It's how do you let go of broken emotions around stories, around money, around power, around technology, around anything in our reality that is actually neutral that we project onto our ideas of pros and cons which are based on memories that are not healed so for me number one let go and release patterns the first step of adaptability and leaning in is all about an emotional process mm. yeah i really like that and you know if you are going to let go of a pattern then i think 
the first step in that is also to create the self-awareness around that pattern, mm. which it's so interesting to me. You know, we, we always think we understand ourselves. We think we know the way that we show up in the world, but we don't. Right. You know, we, we fool ourselves. Yeah. There's that, there's that quote from Richard Feynman that says, um, print, the first principle is never fool yourself and you are the easiest person to fool. Right, and we do this all the time. And with adaptability, how often do we see someone who's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm very adaptable. I'm moving forward. I'm flexible." Yeah. You know, and you look at what they actually do, yeah. <laughs> and there's none of it, none of right? it, right? Yeah. Or they they adapting in the smallest things, but they're not adapting in, the in big the things. big ways yeah. that really matter. Mm. So awareness is really key, and and two ways that you can kind of raise your awareness around this would be, firstly, I think certain prompts where you journal about the future, journal about, like, look at these technologies, look at the things that scare you, look at the things that feel threatening to you, and journal about what is happening there. Like, what is it that you're experiencing and why? Where is that coming from? Like, you need to shine a light on it. You can't let go of something that you don't already have in your hand, that mm. you can't see, and you're like, well, now I can, I can move on with it. Mm. And then the second thing is, um, is feedback. You know, we need the people around us to tell us, listen, you think you're being adaptable, but you're not. You mm. think you're changing, but you're not. Mm. Um, it's so glaringly obvious that your business is failing because you're not moving into this new way of doing things, mm. but you're not paying attention to this. You, you're rather ignoring the fact that uh, your business is going down. Mm. So cultivating awareness will be an important first step here in letting go of that pattern. Very good. And then using modalities like family constellations, ayahuasca, coaching, yeah. all of these sort of ideas, magic mushrooms, whatever, so whatever it is your, yeah, whatever yeah. your, 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 your comfort level is, um, I think mm -hmm. is important to, for us to engage with. So the second yeah. part yeah. of leaning in is the mental aspect is so when we come into something feeling clean emotionally, we then now can be adaptable in learning new things without projecting anything from our past, neutral engagement with information that says for example i just used myself as an example i was speaking to run and he was saying why haven't you jumped into crypto this was a few months ago and i said i don't understand numbers and look at that i just brought in a past habit of, of a story that i'm not good at numbers i'm not an accountant and really as i've gotten into web3 i realized that none of it's got to do with numbers i was carrying a story mm. that i'm not good with numbers so i can't understand crypto i can't understand web 3.0 and so now that i've taken on the step of really leaning in is and i've said this many times and if you follow me on social media you know i do this i'm, I'm doing two hours a day i'm leaning into as much information as possible that makes my head hurt as often as possible whether it's on youtube or in podcasts the second thing i'm doing is i'm creating groups of friends where I invite people to come and lecture us on their speciality. So I have a friend Dinesh who's coming to tell us about staking. I have a friend Mark who's coming to tell us about NFTs. I have a friend Zen who's coming to tell me how to buy land in the metaverse. And so they've already done it and I'm just asking them to come and lecture me and my friends. So I'm creating study groups and this is why all my evenings are busy because I'm, I'm, I'm like in these study groups trying to understand more of this. And then third thing when it comes to leaning in and is interrogating younger people in what they think of the world, engaging with them and asking them questions and having reverse mentors to help you understand the new world. And I said this in my video yesterday, I said like, 
there's there's Stuart and Marina, very good friends of mine in Dubai. They've got two sons. They're 15 and 17. And man, I can't wait to see them because I'm always asking them like, what's cool? What's happening? What are you watching? Where are you at? What do you think of NFTs? What's a cool shoe? I remember going to them to an event in Dubai and they were pointing out all these new brands that I had, I mean, they were invisible to my eyes. And that these new brands that were happening and they were like $3,000 trainers. I was like, what? And so they were just showing me all these new mm. little things out there that I have obviously outgrown and is not a focus of mine. So leaning in is about how much time are you putting into this mentally? What are you doing with study groups? What courses are you signing up? And how are you engaging with younger people to be able to understand the future better? Yeah, there's so much to say around that. Jeez. Um, first off, thank you for including me in your group of friends. Um, I feel very excluded now, but that's fine. That's for another, that's for another podcast episode. Um, I think I have two questions. Yeah, the next podcast is going to be called Sleeping with the Enemy. It's like when you have a close friend who's actually an enemy. <laughs> yeah. Let's unpack that, Eric. Let's unpack that. <laughs> um, how are you converting? Because so, so you're doing a ton of learning. How are you converting that into action? How is that changing the things that you're doing? Um, where can I get to number three? Because number three is act now and execute. Oh, okay. I thought I that was number three. No, no, no. That's number two, oh, okay. leaning in. So, but I no, think we're going to have to re-listen because I think you said number three. Did I? So, I one, so. one is it's let fine. go emotionally, two is lean in mentally, and three is act now physically. Perfect. So, let me quickly then, just before you get the, to the action part then, let's quickly talk about the... You, um, know what, you know what I confused? You got confused. I said there was three things underneath lean in. So, maybe I said the third thing under All lean right. in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, I think it's so important to on top of everything on top of this like future that's accelerating out i think it's so important to try and understand what younger generations are experiencing mm. and how they are seeing the world yeah and that's such a difficult thing to do man jeez i mean for me the filter for that or the window into that is tiktok right you know and i often go into tiktok and i look at these things and i'm like what it's what's going, going on here <laughs> what's like, what going? what is happening here like why why is this why does it have millions and millions of likes like yeah. this is the stupidest thing i've seen in my yeah, life you yeah, know yeah yeah you sound but, old but, but yeah. this is yeah that's culture yeah that's that's what's coming through yeah these are also the the leaders of the future they absolutely you know they prefer short form content they want mm. instant gratification they mm. want deeper purpose and meaning in the work that they do like you need to understand all of these shifts in the culture mm. as well as in the technology which i think like it becomes very daunting very can we go back to the first part mm. of the podcast confusion here we are confusion <laughs> confusion, <Yeah. laughs> confusion reigns supreme everybody's confused add to that a bit of covert fatigue in your head and then you now you really got a recipe mm. for foggy brain you know so yeah Okay, cool. So number two was lean. Perfect. Number and three. It, and number three is yeah. execute. Execute now. Act now. Open up the accounts now. Buy something and figure it out. Because I think part of the equation of preparing for the future and leaning in, 30% of it is theory. 70% of it is actually getting down and like 
getting involved, you know? So I, I'm on KuCoin, which is a Singaporean trading platform like Binance. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on KuCoin. And learning how KuCoin operates and how you spot trades and how you do that, it took me weeks to learn that, but I was only learning it because I was actually transferring my own money into that and to buy it and share it and then going on to CoinGecko and putting a portfolio together. I mean, this is hours of work trying to figure out all these things and staking and NFTs and putting up NFTs. You can even, you know, did you know this? I just learned this yesterday in my course you can take an nft and you can take a loan against it you've now got a platform that gets you an ability to loan against your nft so so all these little things are really about execution and acting and will you make some mistakes no doubt will you lose some money no doubt will you make lots of money please god so i don't have to carry on suffering Mm -hmm. from fomo so all of these things are really the opportunity for us to lean in emotionally letting go of and physically acting so that we are not left behind, but in the process of swimming towards who knows where with everybody else that's also confused. I spoke to a friend in LA last night and she was saying to me, she's suffering from exactly the same thing. She's, she's in the blockchain world and she's South African, she's living there. And she's like, I have no, I'm like winging it through all these meetings. I was like, you know what, Debs? I think everybody's winging it. I don't think you're alone. I think there's a few people that know certain things, but I think on the whole, everybody's kind of winging it at the moment. So, but apart from trading, like how is this converting like into how you are thinking about business and how you're thinking about your goals? How, how is it affecting those things and not just trading crypto? Well, I think it's not just about trading. It's about understanding how to trade in this new world. I'm also, I didn't even mention this. I'm also setting up something called Meta Academy, which is an academy that's decentralized where the teachers or the guides become partners in the business and we create learning paths for people to understand the metaverse. So I'm also practicing how to develop a decentralized organization to understand how we actually go about building something on the blockchain. So Mm. my goals have really moved from only focused on writing books and speaking, but and also now just diving into the metaverse and seeing what value I can add there, how I can apply some of my skills there. And I do foresee that over the next few years, I'll be doing more and more in the metaverse and more and more involved in that world. I just don't understand the niche yet that I'll be involved in while still speaking. And I don't even know if writing will be valid when we move into this new world where everything is available to everybody in a transparent way I, I don't understand how that's actually going to work. I'm not quite clear on it. And one thing I've learned, which I think is just mind-blowing, is how money will become pointless in the future. I don't know if I explained this to you, but I was, I was, I was in this course a couple of weeks ago, and the guy, the way he explained it, just like it just blew my mind. So here, here's what I learned. He said that when we first started trading, we used to barter. Obviously, we all know that. But then what started happening is that the information about what you were bartering wasn't always available to you. So you don't know if you were getting the best trade. So what we did is we created money so that that became a middle ground between the two products that we were exchanging. But then he carried on to say that when a product is on a blockchain, every single bit of detail about that product is on the blockchain where it comes from how much it costs who made it who's owned it what it's worth in the marketplace and as far as like where does it stand in the place of what it's worth and when you want to do a swap you don't need money you don't need that middle middle thing anymore the blockchain to the blockchain the information to information the data to data is the exchange that you'll be doing which makes money a pointless process now to get your head around that it's just It's so huge because 
we don't quite understand the blockchain yet. We don't quite understand how it works yet. But this guy's thinking three years ahead, five years ahead, and he's saying, look, mm. if we really understand the blockchain, what's the point of money? And you're like, what? Yeah. Hang on. You know, the problem yeah. is it sounds like gobbledygook. Like, that's, uh, <laughs> it sounds, that's gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds you're like, very clever, yes. but uh, I don't know if you're talking absolute rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it sounds to me like when people speak about many of these things, like, yes, I can follow the individual words that you are putting together, but when they are combined, they stop making sense to me. <laughs> Look, here we go. Welcome to confusion again. Like what? What yeah. was that? What did yeah. you say? Yeah. What an exciting and confusing time to be alive. So yes, those are my points of leaning in. I hope they've helped. I, I, want, to, I want to lead you off on, on one more thing though, mm. um, because... So obviously we've been speaking about the, the metaverse and, and cryptos and NFTs a bit more because it's just a very important and big part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Where we are coming from, I mean, when you listen to this episode even, is it's still like, how are you recalibrating for this, right? It's about, it's about learning. It's about the emotional response to these, these challenges, these changes. It is about how do, you, how do you take that learning and convert it into something new? So that's still the angle that we are coming from. I think many people listening to this might still go, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me at the moment because in some ways you might be sheltered in your company. In, in some ways you might not see, and I think this is the challenge, you might not see the clear path to how the blockchain or the NFTs, whatever, how that might disrupt your industry or your profession. So... What, what do you say to someone who, who doesn't see that clear path, who doesn't feel that there's an, there's an urgency to start learning new things, to start letting go of old patterns and to start acting in this, in this new world? What do you say to them? Uh, enjoy 1985. I'll see you later. I'm going to the future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Actually, I don't care. I don't, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. Less people in the metaverse, the better. I can make more. But look, the truth is this, <laughs> is that nobody knows how it's going to affect our future. Nobody does. But do you have the tool sets to speak the language and understand the construct? So if I say to you the blockchain has layers, layer one, layer two, layer three, do you know what that means? And if you don't know what that means, then how do you go about investing in what and what it does and how it does it? And how do you go about making decisions strategically for what you're going to study, what job you're going to have, what company you're going to work for? And so it might not have a direct impact, but on a broad stroke, it's like not learning about the internet. It's like, forget about it. I don't want to know about any technology. It's to your own peril. And so look, I've said this to you many times. There's three types of personal trainers. People that take overweight people and make them thin. People that make personal trainers that take thin people and make them fit. And personal trainers that make fit people athletes. I'm only interested in fit people who want to become athletes. People that are overweight, that want to become lean. It's just not my target. I don't want to convince you that it must be something that you need to be doing. If you can't see that it must be something that you're doing, that you're exposing yourself to, you, you're stuck in some time zone that is not is going to become less and less relevant as we start moving into the future. So no matter what industry you're in, all you have to do is spend 10 minutes in the future a day. 10 minutes. It's not asking a lot. Watch one YouTube video a day. Make 10 minutes in your day to want to understand it. And I think it comes down to that beautiful saying. It says, if you don't have time to meditate, you really need to meditate. 
That's the point here. Yeah. You don't have time to understand about the future. You really need to get into the future. Uh, yeah. What would you say to those people? Because you are much more conscientious uh, than I am around. Well, this I was just going to say, like, um, and there you have it, like straight from the fitness influencer <laughs> himself. You know, if, yeah, you, yeah, if you want to go from uh, fit to fab, it's John Sonner at fittofab.com. <laughs> fit to fab. Uh, he's there too. <laughs> Man, you just launched my new book without telling me. Fit to fab, fit to fab, fit to fab is like yeah, a, a title. Yeah, it's the fitness uh, example. Yeah, it, 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 oh, I forgot about the fitness example. I mean, I've been using that example before I was even a fitness influencer. But it's funny because fit to fab was a book in the nineties, wasn't it? Wasn't it fit to fab? I'm sure well, it was a book. I, I don't know your age. Your age, obviously. Oh my like, god, uh, are we going to continue about my age? <laughs> I even have people messaging you me. You brought that up. How did I bring in, it up? In the nineties, I was in primary school. But maybe your mom had this book lying around the house called Fit to Fat. Maybe you saw it. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I was also in high school in the 90s. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was in high school in the 90s. Uh, listen, no, so part of me is like, I'm with you on that. Like, you know, you can either spend time trying to convince people to do the thing that they need to do, or you can find the people that are like already in the path yeah. and help them just clear the obstacles and. And those are obviously the kind of people that we uh, always prefer working with because it's easier, it's less energy intensive. But I do hope that, you know, through some sustained effort that we do also reach those who feel stuck and who feel um, that they don't know where to start, that they can see that we are trying to figure these things out for ourselves and that it's just a, it's a process that we have to go through. There's no escaping it. There's no shortcutting it. It requires the time and the effort and the investment to understand the change that is happening. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why we started off with confusion, excitement, and FOMO. It's like, look, we're yeah. all feeling it. So it's, yeah. I, I still feel it, and I've been at it for months now. So I think it's just uh, it's just what it is, you know? Um, but I think that's why we do this podcast. In, a, in, a, in, in Like, this is why we're doing it. It's like we're explaining our story, our way of evolving, and we hope it inspires through action rather than direction. That like, look, this is what mm. we're doing. We're figuring it out. We're stupid and doff in many ways, and we're just figuring, trying to get it going. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully, it inspires yeah, you listen, to do the same. Your, yeah, your commitment to the process has been commendable. Well done. Um, Thank you. You've really been putting in the time. Uh, yes. So. Everyone, as always, thank you very much for tuning into the Expansive Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this, we would love for you to share it with a friend or share it with your team or with your organization. The more people we can get on board and join the Expansive community, the better. Also, we are making a big push this year to increase the amount of reviews and ratings that we have on iTunes. Uh, we want to cross the 200 review mark. Uh, so if you want, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us reach that goal, we would love for you to head over to iTunes and uh, leave us an honest five-star review <laughs> on why this podcast is so amazing. <laughs> that you caught me off guard there. Uh, uh, honest five-star. <laughs> that was great. I like that. So thank you very much. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook. You can find us in your favorite podcast player on YouTube. And a quick reminder that John and I also, um, we speak individually to companies and we also speak as a team. Uh, we do learning experiences as well. So if that's something that interests you, then please reach out to us. And until next time, John, always a pleasure. Uh, always great to be with the listeners. Uh, number 100 coming up. Yes, man. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>